0: I'm Jay Draper with the Disability Channel and I'm at Canadian Music Week
1: with... Caro. And Doe from Bad Skin, Lola, Lola Buns,
2: Rachel. Dynasty. Juan. P,
0: Matt. Mackenzie.
3: Sophie. Amy.
0: Would you mind telling me a little bit? You're, you're here with a band, right? Uh, you said from Montreal. Do you mind telling me a little bit about you guys and your sound and what you do?
2: Yeah, we actually a punk punk band from Montreal and we have been all over the place in Montreal and now we're getting international. So we did gigs in the UK, we just came back from Bulgaria (laughs) and we have a show next week, uh, two weeks actually, at Summerfest. So we're pretty excited, we're pretty booked, but we want to get more booked. Yeah, and something
1: (laughs) particular about our band, it's like, it's an all-girl punk band. So if you want to support women, it's a great way to go. I'm a hip-hop artist. Um, you know, I'm here to just network, meet people, hear from, you know,
2: professionals that know a lot of information that I don't have and just meet people and meet other artists as well.
0: So it's good to network?
2: Um, Rachel. I'm a creative project manager, run my own company, here to network as well, see the showcases and uh, just meet new people and gain all the knowledge as well. My name is Dynasty and I am a music artist, I sing, rap, dance acts, all that good stuff and I coach emerging artists
4: as well. Just really trying to find some people to network with, you know, some good contacts I can work with. I'm an artist, a producer, a writer. For myself, I produce like some psychedelic music, sort of like some Tim Impala, Pink Floyd, that kind of stuff. Love Pink Floyd. But for other people, I produce more like reggaeton, tropical stuff, dance hall, because that's where, I'm from Colombia, and I produce for artists over there. Okay. And yeah, that's what I do.
0: What are your thoughts on Piper at the Gates of Dawn? I love it, fantastic. yeah. album. Fantastic, yeah.
5: fantastic. I'm B and I came here kind of as a representative for my band, because I'm a bassist and an instrumentalist and I've been kind of sent to um, meet people on behalf of the band, so that's what I'm doing.
0: First of all, bass is an incredibly underrated instrument, one of my favorite instruments. What, what's the name of your band?
5: Uh, the band is called February Hate Club. Yeah, it's kind of like an alt-pop indie kind of moment. It's like the early 2000s pop punk of like Fall Out Boy um, meets the jangly synthesizer stuff of like the 1975. It's it's really fun.
0: Awesome. love jangly synthesizers and I love the makeup too, by the way.
4: Okay, so I'm Matt. I'm an uh, electronic and hip-hop uh, music producer. Uh, and I'm just here to look to network, uh, look for people to work with. Uh, that kind of stuff. I do mixing and mastering. Uh, I'm comfortable with like a bunch of different genres. We're all from Algonquin College in the music industry arts program and we're here with our program.
0: yeah. yeah.
5: Um, I mean we're artists so I mean we're in a band together called the Postfaders.
0: What are your thoughts on the independent music landscape post-pandemic with a lot of clubs closing down uh, and things like that?
4: It's uh, certainly been a trip, but we could, like, we learned how to adapt to it. You know, now it's more, there's a lot of, like, online concerts, online events, and honestly, we're relying more on social media nowadays than we did on touring and all that stuff. So I think it was more like a a way of adapting ourselves to the more, like, modern uh, scene, you know?
5: It's really interesting to see the way that it has changed music in general—not even just indie music, but the industry as a whole. Like, with a lot of clubs closing, it's forced people to congregate in like online spaces, which is a really interesting avenue that I don't think people could have. Um, foreseen like five, ten years ago. Um, but the way it's, it's turned around is really interesting, but I do hope that a lot more clubs come back, a lot more smaller venues that have forced to been closed. Um, but I do think that people are working their way into opening more smaller spaces and communities that have been replaced.
0: So pro- probably lucky if it ha- had to happen, it happened in this age for artists yeah. that can communicate easier yeah. that way.
1: Yeah.
4: Uh, I'm not super well, like informed about like the uh, like how it's affected people. I, I know it's sad uh, that a lot a lot of things are shutting down, um, and I do know that people are coping with it with technology uh, and a lot of stuff. Um, and I, yeah, I'm just hoping that stuff can be rebuilt, and smaller businesses that are affected the most can uh, build themselves back up.
2: Yeah, it's uh, well, it's been like like you said earlier, like both ways. Because yes, it's, there, it's sad because a lot of clo- places in Montreal close also, but new places open up and some renovated their place and I can think like El Mocambo like the renovating everything and that's so crazy and we're playing actually there tomorrow so we're like super excited
0: I actually haven't been to the new Elmo Mocambo yet tomorrow. so that's cool, maybe tomorrow. I'll
1: come tomorrow. by tomorrow. <laughs> we'll pass by tomorrow but I feel like it's sad that uh, all the venues are closing but I feel it's also like the evolution also of music and people, people are more on their phone they expect to see shows live so a fun way to support your artists it's go out there go in the venue spend the spend the ten five dollars to go and support the people the real people that are out there because it takes time for artists to actually uh create a show and like to get ready and like uh, the rehearsal and all those things so supporting the artist and really going to the venue i think like it's really important yeah. and
2: the the gear is uh, not uh, it's like it's really expensive so. <laughs> and,
0: and heavy
4: yeah, and <laughs> to heavy move
0: around I, I know i think it's pretty tough like i know in toronto recently i think it was the mod club closed down and i live right by there yeah yeah i know that's like A signature venue because like the weekend had his first show there which is crazy but yeah no i think we're definitely bouncing back but it was a big there's gonna be a big scar in the industry definitely
5: I think it's definitely been hard for like a lot of artists because I feel like because of like COVID and and, uh, quarantine people have like developed stage fright because it's been so long since they've like performed and I found like uh, like talking to a lot of other artists they've had like similar experiences like that so
0: it's it's hard getting back out there after a long break definitely
3: yeah, um, Like, we're from Ottawa, and we have, like, a few local venues and stuff, and I know some places closed down and some places, like, almost did. Like, there's a spot called The Rainbow that's, like, pretty popular, and it's tiny, and it got, like, saved by investors and stuff. Like, it was going to close, um, but I feel like a lot of people miss the opportunity during COVID to, like, get out there, and just, like, where Sophie and I are with our band, like, we just formed it because we met in yeah. school. Uh, but before that, there wasn't like a lot of opportunities to go to open mics and stuff. so I feel like I missed like a chunk of practicing in front of people. <laughs> and it's like hard to do online stuff. But
0: It's hard enough being an artist before the pandemic even. Because with the disability channel, I have to ask you, uh, what are your thoughts are on the representation of people with disabilities in the music industry and media in general?
2: I feel like we have a place, but it could be like more, you know. There's always like a um, we have like to step up, you know, just like just to learn more and then do what, whatever can we change to do more. So I feel like it should come up both ways. It also, like they can suggest to the artists or just to the music people. We would like to do this. We would like, can you? Are you able to offer this for us? And just like to have like a really good communication, so just to be like a, a little bit better. But I feel we're going doing good but I feel like it could be better, you
1: know? Yeah, definitely we should push that. They should they should do shows for uh, people uh, who have disabilities, and I feel like in between artists too, we should support other people too, and uh, we should create more events uh, for those, for people.
0: Great. Music is for everyone, right? Yes,
1: exactly,
2: exactly. Yes. Universal uh, language. I definitely think it, it has to improve, um, you know? I, I think that there's... Um, an open area for that, like for people to learn more too about people that, you know, in disabilities working. But I think there's room for improvement. Yes, people with disabilities need to be in the entertainment space. Um, There is no bar's hold on that. They have a lot to contribute and a lot to give us and a lot of expertise that we may not see as gaps in the industry. They could fill those gaps for us and it'll just be more expansive for everyone. I think that there's a lack of representation for sure right now, but I also believe that you know, if it doesn't matter if you have a disability or if you're of a different culture or a different background, whatever it is that might be like holding you back, if you feel like you're excluded from a specific space, you're really not, you just have to find a way to break in and like be extra creative, be extra bold and have extra energy to just go in and make yourself
4: known. Uh, Honestly, by like, educating people, that's why I think, to be honest...
5: I mean, I have a lot of thoughts on this. Um, As a disabled person, it is really hard to find representation uh, because, you know, a lot of times when people find out that you're disabled, you're automatically pitied and treated as like an invalid and especially as like a younger person who does have um, chronic illness and it is very much affecting my life as... Just a regular person going about my daily business but also as an artist uh, because you know a lot of it is you have to work so hard like 24 7 you have to throw all of your energy into it and if you can't keep up you're gone um, and I feel like a lot of people don't realize just how many disabled people there are of all walks of life and of all experiences um, so it, it means a lot to me as a disabled person who is trying to be out there and like Create art because it is representation that I never saw because uh, I was like so ashamed of it for such a long time and you know now I'm like I'm I'm disabled like it is a fact and there are many more interesting things about me but it is nice to like see yourself in a way um, and I think the music industry can do a lot better <laughs> than it is right now um, but working really hard to change that.
4: I think it's great to be able to shine a light on people no matter who they are, what they are, that they are
0: able to create and show themselves as a person. I think that's a great thing.
4: Yeah,
5: I definitely agree. I think that there definitely needs to be more room for people with disabilities to exactly like shine and just show their talents because they're just as talented
3: as everyone else, you know, if they, you know.
0: Music is a human expression, humans come in all shapes and sizes.
3: Yeah, I think people are definitely getting better about like accessibility and stuff and like representation and I know like a few people who like do music and have disabilities and um, I think you were just interviewing one of my friends too, I'm sure she was talking about that beat, Um, but it's definitely like it's getting better but I don't think it's like where it needs to be possibly.
0: I've been Jay Draper from the Disability Channel and we're Canadian Music Week, have a lovely day.